Had some pretty significant things happen over the last couple of days. It was a full slate of men's basketball on Wednesday night and easy to pick out the most notable outcome all year long. Last season, it was about Houston and Wichita with Tulsa also for a while getting in there. This year, Houston has emerged as a clear top team, and the story has become who's going to be that second and hopefully third and maybe in a dream scenario fourth team that gets into the NCAA tournament. Memphis, UCF, Wichita candidates, Tulane not a candidate. But all of a sudden, you look at the American Athletic Conference standings, and Tulane is high up in them thanks to what happened on Wednesday in Wichita, simply put, a stunning victory for the Green Wave. If you've been listening to Bulls Beat and around the American for the last month or so, I told you I saw Tulane in person in the Bahamas, and really, their record should be better. They blew a couple games. Essentially, they had them and lost them. Well, they're having them and winning them, including coming back in some cases from down 16 points on the road to win, and not just do that, but in a thrilling finish. First of all, it was their first win ever against Wichita. Secondly, it was their first double-digit comeback to win on the road since 2016 against East Carolina. In other words, Tulane down 42-28 at the half at Wichita game is over, except the Green Wave had the lead by the seven-minute mark. They shot 58% in the second half. Not a lot of scoring over the last few minutes as the teams went cold, but Wichita had several chances, and the big play, a Taken charge by defensive replacement, Noble Days, as there was a held ball with three seconds to go. Wichita gets it to Ricky Council, and he just plows into Days. Still not an easy call to make in the hostile environment that is Coke Arena, so credit to the officiating, and Tulane gets the thrilling 68-67 victory. I exchanged text with my buddy, Corey Glore, who calls the Green Wave men's games, and I said... Saw you had a pretty big win. Imagine your voice raised a little bit. And he goes, yep. Saw you guys had an expected win. Ours was not expected. (laughs) Jalen Forbes led the way with 20 points. Five Green Waves scored in double figures. Funny enough, one of their starters didn't even score, but Devon Baker came off the bench, hit a couple threes, and scored 10. Remember the free throw advantage that Tulane had on Wichita? It was pretty much even in this game. Tyson Etienne went 6 of 13 on threes. He scored 20 points. Really, there was no one stat that jumped out. You know why? Because it was an even game in the end, and a big one for Tulane. Now 7-7 overall after the 68-67 win, but 4-1 in the conference, trailing only the Houston Cougars. Now, we mentioned Memphis and UCF have both been in the NCAA tournament conversation. UCF beats the Tigers 74-64, and honestly, they controlled this game throughout. A little surprising in that aspect, but not so that the Knights would get the win. So they are now 10-4 in the conference, 10-4 overall, 2-2 in the conference. They knock Memphis to 3-2 in the league and 9-6 overall. So it's Houston, 3-0, 14-2 overall. Then Tulane, SMU is technically in third place and 12-4 and overall, still an NCAA tournament hopeful. And then in the realm of Tulane, a team that's high up the standings, but somewhat surprisingly, Temple. Well, it's funny how one shot can turn your fortunes around. They were the Owls 0-2 after a COVID pause in conference play, and then they win in Orlando on that last second shot by Damian Dunn. He follows that up with a buzzer-beating three to beat East Carolina. He scored 17, but it was the Nick Jordan show. Six foot eight player who scored a whopping eight points as a season high in his freshman year. Had never scored in double figures until recently. Got 12 against Houston. 
then six against UCF, then 16 against East Carolina. Then what happened on Wednesday night at Tulsa? Well, it was his mother's birthday, and she told him to get a career high, and Nick Jordan did. 9 of 17 for the floor with 23 points, five rebounds and three blocks. So his second straight career high, I guess we have to look when the Bulls play the Owls as to whose birthday it is that day. But either way, big win for Temple. Drops Tulsa to 0-3 in the conference. Bulls are at that mark so shockingly, no pun intended, is Wichita State. The other two teams we haven't mentioned, Cincinnati 12-5, 2-2 in the league. East Carolina 10-5, 1-2. And they happen to play each other on Wednesday night. Cincinnati led 49-29 at the half. East Carolina actually got it to 5 with about 3 minutes to go. Thanks to Vance Jackson, 8 of 11 on 3, scored 35 points. But that big lead was enough for the Bearcats to hold on. They got 22 points from Jeremiah Davenport. 6 of 11 on 3s in that 49-point first half overall, nearly shooting 60%. Updated net rankings, Houston, of course, top 5. Then it drops into basically the 50s for UCF and Memphis. Cincy in the 60s, SMU at 80, Wichita at 88. So those last three teams have a lot of work to do, and UCF and Memphis have the leg up for the spots after Houston in the NCAA field. Along with the Warren I-4 Saturday, gets going with SMU at Tulane. Can the Green Wave make it 5-1? 2 o'clock on ESPN+, Plus, 4 o'clock ESPN+, Plus, Memphis at ECU, and then the night game on ESPN2, Houston at Tulsa. And the lone Sunday offering, pretty important, on ESPN for Wichita, hosting Cincinnati at 1. Just a couple of games outside of ours in the midweek on the women's side. Wichita State, first of all, looks like they're at full strength, even though the Shockers could not come to Tampa and play Sunday for COVID protocols. They had everybody last night and won at Cincinnati 76-66. to Number five in the country in total rebounds, and they grabbed 50 to 39 for Cincinnati. Actually, Trajada Colbert, a power forward that comes off the bench, had 11 boards in 23 minutes. Get this, Wichita shot one for 16 on threes, 27 of 73 from the floor, not a good percentage, 37. In fact, there was a stretch in the game where they went three for 22 from the floor, and their lead grew. So Cincinnati didn't exactly take advantage and falls to 0-3 in the conference, Wichita 1-1. SMU's had some nice wins of late and is now 2-0 in the conference, 8-6 overall, beating East Carolina, which right now looks like the weakest team in the league. 60-49 was the final. You know you have a good game when you score more than half your team's points. Kayla White, 34 points, a career high. 11 of 18 from the floor, couple threes, and 10 of 10 at the free throw line. And their transfer, Savannah Wilkinson, has been tremendous. Her 10th double-double, 16 points, 13 rebounds. That's a name to remember when the Bulls go up against SMU. And that's why we do the conference show, to sort of give you an idea of what to look out for elsewhere. SMU, Bulls, both 2-0 in the league, UCF 3-0. Temple is also unbeaten, but has only played one game. Can't forget about Tulsa and Houston, both sitting on 2-1. and one. Speaking of Temple, it'll get a test hosting Houston Saturday at noon. SMU plays Tulane at 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. And along with our Warren I-4 Sunday, Cincinnati at East Carolina, Memphis at Wichita. We said tennis was actually starting on Thursday. The men's team from SMU, a very strong program, played a doubleheader against Prairie View and won them both 7-0. That was kind of expected. Today, Memphis women hosting North Alabama. Actually, a handful of teams from the league get going in tennis this weekend, and we'll summarize it for you on Mondays around the American. That'll do it for the Friday edition. Thanks for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.